Welcome back to the Making the Madness YouTube channel. Uh, we're going, you know, double person this time. Uh, we have a big story. Ayo Desumnu has opted to return to Illinois for his junior season. Uh, this is kind of unexpected. Ayo was kind of like a second round pick, uh, projected second round pick, and he's opted uh, not to stay in the NBA draft, but instead to return for Ill to Illinois for his junior season. Uh, I, I you know, first thoughts to this, I think Illinois becomes uh, the favorite in the Big Ten this season, a uh, team that could reasonably be a top-five team uh, going into next season. Sean, I think you have pretty similar thoughts. What do you think about AO's decision to come back? Yeah, absolutely. So I was on the fence of Io coming back when he entered the draft. When I spoke to uh, Armand Sethi, I think that's how you say it, he, the interviews on our uh, website, makingthemadness.com. He works for Pipeline, does writing for them, and also does uh, write for, write, uh, for the 24-7 sports sample site now. But he told me, is like, I don't know, some of the things I've kind of been hearing is saying that there's a chance Io might actually come back. And this is all the way back in like early June, late May. Like This is a while back. So I just took his lead on it because he's a guy who's knowledgeable with Illinois stuff. So I was like, I mean, he brought up some good points. I'm like, all right, well, I think Io might come back. And then just more and more over time, the longer he drew up the decision, I was kind of like, this, he probably will come back. And then when I start seeing more and more mock drafts of him not not only not being in there in the first round, not being in there at all, I'm just like, I think he should come back. And this is just such a good informed decision by Io DeSumo. I mean, he knows there was, he wasn't going to be a first-round pick, and he might not have been drafted at all in the kind of uncertain time in the world we're in. For him to come, make that decision to come back and try to solidify himself as a first-round draft pick while maybe bring a national championship home to Champaign, he's like, I, I just got to gotta make this decision. He knows he'll be an NBA player in a year. Probably a first-round pick if he can shoot 35% from deep like he did his freshman season. I just think that Illinois is the top. I have them top four, assuming Kofi Coburn comes back. They just have eight. They have a nine-deep roster, and I just like this team a lot. Yeah, and you, you mentioned Kofi Coburn. Uh, he, his name's still in the NBA draft for now. Uh, that could change very quickly as the— He didn't receive a combine invite. Yeah, well, didn't he not receive it after receiving it, or? No, I. What happened there is a certain reporter who has a lot of followers that I'm not going to name, but people know. I think uh, he said he saw this list. I guess that Bleacher Report did. Uh, this is what the theory is, and they said players who could get invited. His name was on that list, but the official list of players that were invited, he was not included. Yeah, and so but I guess. Tweeting out the fake news, uh, but he's not on the invite list. Maybe he could be on the invite list now that there's a spot open because Ao has decided to come back. But uh, definitely a mistake there uh, by the select journalists. But going back to the main point, I think Illinois is a team that is going to be really, really fun to watch. Uh, not only with Ayo Desumnu, but you got Trent Frazier coming back. Uh, you've got you know Adam Miller. Uh, he's going to be really good this year. Uh, Demonte Williams coming back as well. Uh, and then you've got Georgie Bashanis Vili, 
Uh, he's a good player. He can play kind of the four slash the five when uh, Coke Byrne goes to the bench. I, this is a really deep team, but obviously having a superstar like Eudesumnu uh, is a big factor in making this a top five team going into next season. Yeah, definitely. And a guy I've been banging the drum for all offseason, Jacob Grandison, a transfer from uh, Holy Cross. Like, when I watch, I watch every single conference. So, like, when Grandison a year ago, before I was writing or doing anything, I watched all these teams then, too. And just, I like Grandison a lot at Holy Cross. He's really good in the Patriot League. He's a really good shooter. And he's, he's going to be a guy that can come in and knock down a three. I mean, he's a 6'6" two-guard slash wing kind of guy. I'm a big fan of what he brings. And Austin Hutcherson, who was a D3 guy, I believe. It might have been D2, but I think it's D3. He's also a knockdown shooter. Those are just two things that Illinois, Illinois last year struggled shooting the ball besides Alan Griffin. And Alan Griffin transferred to Syracuse. I would assume he only shot 29% from deep last season. Same for Trent Frazier, which was weird. He became an elite defender last year, but really struggled scoring. So hopefully he can kind of revert back to being a great score too. And, you know, if they can just get that shooting under control, if Grandison and Hutcherson can do their job, Miller's a great shooter. Hopefully DeSumo can shoot 34 35% and same deal for Frazier. I, I have Gonzaga number one, but he could convince me of Illinois being top two. I, I could listen to that argument. I've had this possible scenario of, October and Asumu comes back. I've had them top five for two months. I think I could be convinced that they're the second best team in college basketball. Yeah, and I think this kind of puts them, assuming the decisions play out, I think Xavier Tillman is another one we're kind of waiting wait and see on. Uh, I think he's ultimately yeah. going to go to the NBA because, well, for one, he has two kids, and two, he's kind of, I still think a projected first-round pick. So I think he's gone to the NBA. Uh, I've seen some speculation. Dickie V says that Tillman is a definite lock to uh, come back to school. But, you know, we'll, we'll wait and see on that. But <clears throat> just larger point here, I think this puts Illinois, uh, assuming Jared Butler comes back for Baylor, I think Baylor, Gonzaga, Villanova, and Illinois, I think are are probably the clear top four teams going into next season. Uh, I'm that high on Illinois. I know you're that high on Illinois. Uh, and the Illini, Brad Underwood, is cooking something special for Illinois. And they, they could get back to the Final Four, uh, maybe be in position to win a national championship, which it's been a long time coming for this Illinois program. Yeah, and last thing for me on this, it's crazy how much things can change in the span of a few weeks and even a month. I think most people at Iowa as the top five team in college basketball with pending draft decisions, assuming Luka Garza's back. I would have them fourth in their own conference. I think they're the fourth best team in the Big Ten now. I would go Illinois, then Michigan State. If Even if Tillman doesn't return, I still think I have them there. Then I'd go Wisconsin three and then Iowa four. I mean, it's just... It's a super deep league, but, man, it's just crazy how things can change. But for Iowa to be fourth in that conference and still likely be a top 10 preseason team, it just shows the depth of the Big Ten this year once again. Yeah, and the, the Big Ten, another point going a little on a side tangent. 
uh, it, it's hard to see like teams like Maryland, for example, they're losing a lot. Uh, well, they have a track record for being an NCAA tournament team. It's hard to see really where they're able to squeeze into the NCAA tournament picture. And a la- last point, you know, on Aota Sumnu, uh, one thing that a lot of people were projecting this year was they was going to take a little bit of a step forward uh, shooting the ball this year. Uh, obviously, he kind of didn't do that. He was definitely one of the clutchest players in college basketball, but he didn't necessarily improve as a shooter, uh, per se. But if he can become you know, a serviceable, like let's say a 35% three-point shooter this year, uh, that just adds another area to his game that's kind of a weakness right now and makes him, you know, he's already a really good defender. He can run the point, can play off ball. He's clutch, uh, good passer. But if you, he can add, you know, that 35% shooting, let's say, that makes him, you know, a, basically, I think, an All-American, maybe a National Player of the Year contender. Uh, and that's something that is going to be big for him this upcoming year. Yeah, and when you mention how it'll be tough for teams like Maryland to get in the NCAA tournament, a counter argument I have is, well, they might have let's let's just say we have a full season, we have a full thirty game season or whatever. If Maryland goes, what, let's thirty one games, let's say seventeen and fourteen. I think that's what Ohio State was two seasons ago when they got in as an at large team. No, they so were they were Maryland eighteen and fourteen. Huh? 18 and 14. 18 and 14. So let's yeah. say Maryland or Penn State does that. I think with how strong the opponents will be playing in the Big Ten, their net and all that kind of stuff will probably be really good. So the tournament committee will look at them and probably be like, this is a team that could get in. They have a lot of losses, but they play in the best conference. Yeah, and stay, staying on the Big Ten, I just going with like those two examples, Penn State, Maryland, they could go like let's say they go ten and three in non-conference play. It's still going to be hard for them to avoid the losses. I think the magic number for losses has in the past been being four games over five hundred. But let let's just say we do get a kind of shortened season. Uh, they're not going to be able to rack up let's say a ten and three record, and if they go. 20 game league conference they go like 7 and 13 in league play that i think that's where you're going to start to see maybe a team just going from a smaller league maybe like uh Dayton who's kind of a fringe bubble team this year get in over maybe a team like Maryland if a team like Maryland is under 500 for the year yeah definitely and i would be more than okay with that uh, three-bid Missouri Valley Conference, let's uh, do that. Let's do a three-bid Ohio Valley Conference. Let's do both of those. Uh, yeah, I mean, as long as those two things happen, I'm good. Yeah, three-bid three, three bid Missouri Valley. I, I'm i not objecting to a 96-team tournament. I, I know a lot of te- people, uh, they like the 68-team format, but may, maybe give all the conference champions a bye uh, and then just have all the at-larges play. 96-team tournament, I w- give me a 100-team tournament. I don't care. Just give me as much March Madness as possible. Give me a tournament this year. We we, we were yeah, without yeah. one this past season. 
96 this year would be fine by me. Uh, if we get a full season, uh, I'll take it from here. I'll take a 68-team tournament with kind of a shortened season even. Just give me some college basketball. Yeah, I I need some college basketball. Like the NBA is fun. Like I tweeted this yesterday. Follow me on Twitter at Sean Derek on KM. But tw- the NBA is cool and all, but nothing matches up to watching a college basketball game. And I will stand on that hill forever. No basketball is as good as college basketball. No basketball is as good as college basketball. Uh, no channel is better to subscribe to on YouTube than Making the Madness. Uh, subscribe to us on YouTube uh, and th- just help us out a little bit there. Uh, other than that, Sean, if you have anything else. Uh, just final thing for me, Drew Timmy's going to be the National Player of the Year. Uh, thanks for watching. Make sure to follow both of us on Twitter. I'm at Sean02MTM. He's at Bracketologist3. Follow both of us. Check out makingthemagic.com and that's all I got. With the big week of college basketball coming up, uh, we would like you to subscribe to the Making the Madness YouTube channel. Uh, We will have breakdowns for every big draft decision that will be happening, as well as some other fun content. Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel, and thanks again for tuning in to this short edition of the Making the Madness podcast.